This is my podcast, Dordor NYC. Um, it took me some time to go back and record a new one because I have so many things I want to talk about and it never feels like the right time and then other things come to mind and there's a bunch of subjects and topics and it's all getting mishmashed together and um, I like to keep it to a topic. So today I'm actually gonna talk about a question I got on my page the other day and this lovely man he asked me something that was very hard for me to answer and it was what is harder loving people or allowing people to love you <laughs> I read that you know I was waiting for these like silly questions what's your favorite book what's your favorite color favorite song, best place you ever visited, are you married, um, but this one, this is a very serious question, then you did some very serious thinking, and I did answer it, but I don't think I fully let it sink with, within me to give the right answer. So what is harder? Loving people or allowing people to love you? I guess I should start with a question back of why do we view love as something that is hard? And if we really want to become more philosophical, the other question is, does loving or being loved need to be hard? We always get this, I don't know if it's a fantasy or sold on this idea that love is easy. The true love is easy. The true love has no obstacles that it's flowing and you have this instant feeling of connection and it's one of those things that if it's right, then it will just work itself out without an effort and you're immediately going to find that you're each other's best partners and lovers and sex is going to be incredible and communication is going to be perfect and you won't even need to communicate anything because everything will be understood without saying a word. You could just read each other's minds and body language. And uh, I guess maybe it exists somewhere there in the world. I'm very happy for those that it does. But I haven't found love to be easy. And I guess I'm not just talking about romantic love. I'm talking about any kind of love. And we can take it really far. And vast majority of our relationships are surrounded with love or titled with love. Whether it's partners, parents, siblings, cousins friends and our children which 
it's even the hardest because then you talk about unconditional type of love if it exists that way. They're not always easy. And they're not always unconditional. And they're not, you know, perfect. But let's go back to the question. What is harder, loving people or allowing people to love you? I love that he asked the question that way. He didn't say, what is harder, loving people or having people love you or letting people love you. He said allowing. And I do see it as some sort of an understanding that we allow another person to love us. And I don't know if it is always the case that we can allow that to happen. And there's a lot that goes into self-love, self-care, whether you love yourself and you can love others back. And if you don't love yourself, can you let other people love you? And I think that's very complex and quite individual. So I'm not going to quote other people and, and, and their belief because I really do think it's quite personal. So I'm only going to share what my personal experiences and it's not valid for everybody and just anybody so i don't take it you know take it with a grain of salt this is not an advice i'm not an expert of any kind i can only speak for myself but what i answered instantly and i like those instant kind of answers because I feel like they come from the I don't know if honest place is the right word but they come from this purity of feeling in the moment and I said that for the longest of times I really found myself to be unlovable or even worthy of love and I believed that if I love people hard, <laughs> I love that I use the word hard, but if I loved people deeply and I was loyal to that love and I gave all of myself to them, then that was enough because that will feel some sort of need and void within me that will not allow an external type of love and honestly did not allow any form of love because I didn't even give it to myself. So there was probably a need for it, but I didn't, I didn't want to get hurt, so I put all these walls up, but I said... I'm not going to be disconnected from love fully. I can love others. So I loved. I loved so many. And not in a romantic sense. I loved friends. I loved strangers. I loved loving. That whole act of love was something that filled me up with some sort of a higher purpose that I felt whole for a while until it wasn't enough. 
And until I started viewing it as something that I'm doing for or to gain or to receive. And with time and therapy and experience and growth, I realized that it's not enough and it's not right. And it's not even the right kind of love to give. So I began allowing people to love me. And then a funny thing happened. I felt suffocated by love because it was the first time that I've received the love that I always gave. And it was the first time that I was able to find some sort of space for it. And it was the first time that I allowed for it to be part of who I am and it was a lot to take in for the first time. And um, that messed me up for a while. I just couldn't take in all of that in one time. And at the same time, it's almost like I detested it because maybe it's not real. Why would it be real? It's not pure. What is it to gain from me in order to give me that? What's the give and take that comes with it? Things that I never ask myself and when I'm giving love are people thinking, what does she want from me? What am I supposed to give back in return? And it's funny because I never felt like I needed anything in return. That was my return. So I guess I did, but not from them. And for me, it was just that concept of why would you love me? What is it about me that is worthy of your time and care and, and interest and, and this deep feeling that I hold so sacred? And then I had my daughters, and that was a different kind of love. To them, I, I almost signed up to this contract between us, unspoken contract, when they arrived and even before. And it was very mutual. It was unconditional, but it was instantly gratifying because they were the only humans in my life that I never questioned with their love for me. And even though I was the source of food for them and comfort and safety, I never felt used or I never felt like there is this need of exchange of energy for this to work out. And it paid out so well in the sense of our relationship growing and evolving and becoming so close. There was this sense of respect of each other's personality and character and contribution in this world that goes outside and bigger than a mother and a daughter role. 
And I have to say that it's probably the first time in my life that I truly experienced true love. And it's beautiful. There's no expectations, but there's this sense of just wanting to love them so much and also give them the freedom to be themselves within it, even if we disagree, even we don't, if we don't see eye to eye on things, the more mature they get, the more I love who they've become. And they see me fully, fully exposed in all my vulnerabilities, my body, my, my smell, my sense, my humor, my my shortcomings, my anger, my aggression, my sadness, my depression, my happiness, my passions. They really truly see all of it and they're here. And they're here by choice, not because they just need the physical things and the emotional support and the safety. They want to be here. They want to be in this relationship. And it's, it's been a great lesson for me to learn how to shed those bricks around and this old skin that I've wrapped myself in, this thick skin, and allow for others to come into my heart the way that they have allowed me to enter theirs. Now, it doesn't mean that I still don't struggle at times with what I call being overly loved or showered with love. I think I tend to go back to old habits sometimes, my fears of being hurt, abandoned, or betrayed tend to pop out out of nowhere and it it takes time to resort to that understanding that that's not the case and if it is it's okay and you just have to be ready for it or you'll you'll know you'll be able to overcome it even though you don't want to experience it if it does you'll be okay And I think with that sense and that fear kind of put aside, you live in a much more freer existence within love. A friend once said to me that we need to be in a place where we deserve the love that we give. And, and that we get the love that we deserve. And I think for the longest of times, the love that I got was one that was quite empty because I didn't feel I deserved it. But when I started 
sketching in my mind this idea of what it is that I deserve and what it is that I give and what it is that I want to love or the way I want to love or the way I want to be loved. I started experiencing them. And sometimes they fit and sometimes they don't because sometimes we tend to have these big ideas of what we want in anything in our life, in career, in, in our bodies, in the house that we live in, in the kitchen we remodel. And sometimes it's not really what we are, who we are, what we want. And sometimes it's less than and sometimes it's more than and sometimes it's just another thing that we think it's going to fix us. But I think starting from a place of feeling you deserve to be loved because you are lovable and because you're a good, kind person and we all deserve to be loved without questions or, or repercussions or expectations, then we are actually able to accept love. Now, do we need to love ourselves before we're being able to be loved? That's a big million dollar question that people make shit lot of money off of uh, <laughs> writing books and poetry and, and one-liners and, and TED Talks. I don't know if I feel that way. Um, I don't think we need to wait until the day we fully love ourselves in order to accept love. I think we definitely need to work on ourselves and allowing ourselves to to feel loved by us and I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons for a lot of people and definitely for me to kind of shed these self-judgmental um, conversations within myself and and know that I'm worthy of who I am how how I presented and what I bring to this life and, and how I treat myself. But I don't think it's contingent on being able to be loved by another person or allowing for that to happen. I think it's a work in progress. I think the more we allow love in, the more we accept ourselves for who we are, the more we have this safety net that kind of hugs and, and, and caresses us and, and keeps us in its warmth that allows us to actually start seeing the things that we are mirrored with by our partners, friends, children. Because that is what we need and that's what they represent, that's what we represent. A very good friend of mine who's really successful, highly intelligent, gorgeous human being for me on, on all aspects, inside and out, She's an incredible editor, writer, um, mother, wife, friend, woman, um, resilient, independent, and I think she's strikingly gorgeous. And she, she won this big award a few, few weeks ago, and it was a big deal for her career and really well-deserved. And she shared it with me, and she said... You know, we did this virtual award ceremony and I looked at myself and I did this and I moved that way and my face was weird and my hair was horrible and I, the way I come off was just so ugly and I, 
I remember looking at her because we did this FaceTime and I was like, whoa, this idealized friend of mine that I love more than anything and that I see as such an inspiration is sitting in front of me so vulnerable and saying, I am ugly. <laughs> I, 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 I can't explain the amount of emotions that this stirred in me. Um, it was so complex. And all I could do is sit there in front of her and talking to her and highlight every single thing that I love and admire about her to her face. And I told her, you're so, after all that, you are so, so beautiful. And she said, and so are you because everything you just said to me about myself is within you. And I realized that we sometimes need these mirrors and these affirmation, not just from the inside. It would be great to live in this perfect world where we just tap ourselves on the shoulder, like my therapist says, do the tapping dance every morning, but also from the people who love us and see us for who we might have forgotten looking at and seeing ourselves. And... I do every day since then try to send her a message that's saying, you're beautiful. <laughs> and it's a reminder that we are beautiful. And we need love <laughs> in our lives. So to wrap this big question and rambling of thoughts, um... I don't think love needs to be hard. With that said, I don't think love is easy. I think it includes a lot of work. It can be easy work, it can be hard work, it can be difficult, it can be triggering, but ultimately there is work to be done. So I don't think love is easy. I don't think it's hard for me to love people because I always see most of these beautiful things about them, and if there's places within them that do not jive with me, I usually tend to look back and say, where is this hitting me? And why is this bothering me? Is it jealousy? Is it insecurity? Is it my background? And sometimes it's just on them. But I don't find it hard to love others. I am not fully able to feel that it's easy to love me, maybe because I was told that I'm not easy, maybe because I was told that I am intense and that I am difficult. All of the things of which I have come to an agreement within myself that I'm probably not. It was just the wrong relationship. But even if I do it, come off as intense in my emotions and my love, then maybe the love that I need to get back is one that is intense in its emotional state and is deep and connected and one where open communication can kind of bridge those feelings. But I do feel 
that I deserve the love that I give. And I do feel that I deserve love in general. And with all of that, I don't think it's hard to love me. I don't think it should be hard to love anyone. But I do think there should be done, there should be work done between all parties involved within any love relationship where they put the work in it and the intentions and make it work. Because as they said, there's a thin line between love and hate. And unfortunately, sometimes when love ends or love is one-sided, there are other emotions that tend to come up. And they can be brutal and they can be painful. But at the end of the day, they really stem from the same place um, of feelings of something so deep in connecting with a person. So yeah, I hope I answered that question, <laughs> and maybe I didn't, and I've said a lot, and there's a lot in here to really go through and digest, and there's a lot of things that I'm sure I'm going to change my mind on, because I've learned along the way that the more you have information, the more experience you gather in life, the more you're able to perfect your own beliefs or change them or amend them, or find new ones, and it's okay as well. So as of today, March 2021, this is where I am right now. So with that, I wish you all so much love in your life. From yourself to yourself, from others to you, from you to others. And I hope it's not going to be hard for you to love others and at the same time I really hope you believe that it's not hard to love you thank you and thank you for my beautiful background music by my friend Ivan um, 